welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, uh, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel. Um, Excuse the sound quality issues. I am recording on a substandard microphone today. I'm in a hotel in Sydney, Australia. I just arrived a bit jet lagged. It is 5.25 p.m. Sydney time and that is about 1 uh, one thirty in the morning for me for New York time. Um, uh, but I'm amped up on flat whites and, um, I thought it would be a good time to just do a quick, um, episode about hip assessment. Um, something I've just been thinking about a lot lately, trying to, trying to organize my thoughts so that I can, hopefully contribute my two cents on hip assessment um, for hip pain patients. So over time, I've really um, found that assessment of the hips is more helpful when I look more at internal and external rotation of the hips more than um, abduction and adduction and extension and flexion. And I wanted to talk about why that is and how I organize my thoughts around hip pain. Um, and when I'm the, the hip pains that I'm thinking of are going to be, that would include um, sciatica as well, like a deep gluteal syndrome. But the, the hip pains I'm thinking of are also like groin pains or, you know, snapping hip or hip impingement um, deep in the groin area. Um, let's see what else. Um, IT band syndrome, um, pain, pain in the gluteal area in general. Um, so the way I organize my thoughts on that is to think about um, adductors as internal rotators, because they, they do assist on internal rotation. I think about TFL and gluteus minimus as internal rotators more than abductors, though um, the explanation for why they get tight is all about abduction. Um, I think about uh, the external rotators that inhibit internal rotation of the hip. So if someone has very limited internal rotation of the hip, we're thinking about the piriformis, the gemellus muscles, the obturator internus, um, sometimes the obturator externus and the piriform, I mean the um, psoas. 
But the psoas, I, I also group as one of the hip flexors that will inhibit the glute max. So the way I look at the hip, hip pain in general, um, I'm, I want to test internal and external rotation. Okay, so let's say external rotation is greatly limited, especially on, on the pain side. Then we want to think about tight internal rotators and for most people, that is TFL and glute min. And you don't have to get too much into the adductors on most people who have limited external rotation, especially if their pain is lateral, uh, greater trochanter pain, um, trochanteric bursitis pain, um, IT band syndrome pain, all of those lateral uh, hip pains are going to be the, the a restriction on external rotation. And the treatment is very likely going to be the TFL and gluteus minimus uh, because the glute medius has failed. And now their uh, compensation pattern is overusing the TFL and the gluteus minimus for lateral stabilization. So the glute med, I don't need to test because they wouldn't be in pain if the gluteus medius was strong and functioning properly. So the, the overworked muscles are the ones that are causing the pain, and that's going to be TFL and gluteus minimus. And they are lateral stabilizers. They are abductors, but they rather than test them uh, as abductors, I will test them as internal rotators. And so if there is restriction of external rotation, I'm thinking about TFL and glute min. And occasionally we do have to look at the adductors, especially if there's a groin pain. Groin pain, um, uh, hip impingement that's on the inside of the hip, uh, like in the, in the psoas area. Um, definitely think about psoas and adductors for that, but the but but the um, I want to talk first about the external rotators. So limited internal rotation, and we're thinking about the external rotators, piriformis, the gemellus muscles, obturator internus, and sometimes obturator externus. So for a sciatica patient, you'll see that limited um, internal rotation because of the external rotators being so tight. Um, for uh, sometimes your greater trochanter pain is also from tight external rotators. So you're gonna catch that um, issue on your internal external rotation test really quickly. You're gonna see the limited internal rotation. You're gonna know external rotators are causing the pain over the greater trochanter or some sciatica or some pain over the sacrum. Um, you know, people will point to the SI area. They've been told that their SI joint is, is unstable. And the, the stabilizers for the SI joint are gonna be those external rotators as well as the glute max. And the external rotators would not be overworking if the glute max was working properly. So I'm not gonna test glute max for strength because if it were functioning properly, they wouldn't have the issue of overusing piriformis and the other deep rotators. 
So I don't need to test glute max and glute medius because if they were fine, they wouldn't be in my office. They, they wouldn't have hip pain. So I'm not really going to test that unless I'm, unless the patient is somehow, you know, debating with me, um, which they never do because they don't even know the names of the muscles usually. So I'm, so I'm still looking at internal rotation for that. Um, and then I look at the hip flexors, which are prone to shortening and tightening, uh, as the primary inhibitors of gluteus maximus. So if I'm working with somebody because they have tight external rotators that have gotten tight because of failure of the glute max, then of course I'm treating glute max when I'm treating. And of course, I'm working on tight hip flexors, which are primarily going to inhibit glute max, especially the psoas. And the same goes for treating, say, uh, trochanteric bursitis or IT band syndrome. Just because I'm not muscle testing gluteus medius does not mean I'm not treating gluteus medius. I treat gluteus medius and gluteus maximus for almost everything. I mean, in, in a TCM world, that's my stomach 36. My glute max and glute medius get treated for everything, everything. So whether it's Achilles tendonitis or tight hamstrings or low back pain, um, they're getting their glute max and glute medius treated. And same with lateral stabilization, tight adductors treat the gluteus medius. So, you know, the fact that I'm not testing them doesn't mean they're not getting treated. Of course they're getting treated. I just don't need to muscle test them to know that they failed because like I said, if they hadn't failed, we wouldn't be treating pain. They would, they would be stabilizing properly. They would stabilize the SI joint and they would stabilize for lateral uh, stabilization of the pelvis. Um, and so, and the other muscles wouldn't have overworked to the point of shortening, tightening, and causing pain. But I really group the muscles of the hip as internal rotators or external rotators. So uh, to reiterate, the internal rotators are gonna be the adductors, the gluteus minimus, and the TFL. My external rotators are going to be the piriformis, the obturators, the obturators and the gemelli, uh, primarily. Sometimes you will see a quadratus femoris pain patient. That's a rare one, but it does happen. Um, and you'll catch it because you hopefully are, are having them get off the table and move and test things out before your session is over so that you can treat whatever is left, um, you know, after you've done what you thought you should do. Um, I, I've, I, I've said that in other episodes. I, I have people getting off the table at least once in the middle of the session to test things out, make sure they feel better. And then we go from there because I want to get the best result I can for them. And you can't just, you know, poke and pray. You can't just say, oh, well, I know what's going on and, and treat and then you know, come back next week or come back Thursday and, and we'll treat more. I, you know, I want to make sure I get the best result possible in that session. And that requires testing out that what I've done has eliminated their pain. 
And when it hasn't eliminated their pain, that gives me some tips uh, based on what they tell me about what has to happen. And that's the case where you're going to find something like a quadratus femoris because the person has better mobility after your treatment and they can now stretch further to the point where they can now feel something else that was tight that didn't show up in the initial assessment and that they were not able to uh, explain as a as part of their problem until the other pains were gone you'll see that a lot you release muscles you've improved their mobility now that they can stretch further into a certain position they feel other things that are tight and so you're, you're having them test in the you know a third of the way through or a quarter of the way through retest and then and you know adjust and treat accordingly because the goal is to restore the best mobility possible for that person to get them out of pain so um i guess that's all i wanted to say about hips but i think it's um it's just worth putting my two cents out there because i know a lot of people are taught to assess hips differently than that and just sort of go through the motions of each each of the function each of the actions of the hip joint and then just test what's weak but i i wanted to explain that there is an organized methodology to about how the hip works and i really feel like we do um we get a better sense of the hip and its functions from testing the internal and external rotation functions and organizing our thoughts about the muscles based on that. And then of course, understanding that we're going to treat the inhibited glutes and we're going to help the glutes by releasing tension in the hip flexors that are prone to shortening and that will inhibit glute max especially the psoas okay um that is it for today uh, i hope that that was of some interest to somebody and uh i will uh check in soon hopefully later this week take care